Hello and welcome to the MO Global News Update. It's the 5th of May 2020 and we're here coming away from sunny Nairobi, the headquarters of the renowned scientific community working at the International Center of Insects, Physiology and Ecology, ISIPE, where scientists made some breaking news that will change how malaria is, is transmitted. This will feature today in our Africa I Gotcha section. Thank you very much to Dr. Sheila Ochubuju from London, who sent me the breaking news last night. And yes, Dr. Ochubuju, we look forward to having you on our program sooner rather than later. But just very quickly, as a follow-up to a story and reports of popos and a goat identified as COVID-19 positive, last night I was in a conversation with a colleague who lives in Tanzania. And he informed me that from now, all goats and popos are off the food menu in Tanzania and they're waiting for masks to be issued to them. <laughs> okay, listeners, sorry, that's on a very light note. I got you there. But let's get to our business of the day and find out who, what, where, why, and how from the various news agencies in today's podcast. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Orata Consulting Group, a brain trust supporting governments, public and private sector in the adoption of emerging technologies across Africa. BBC News at 2.08pm today. Good afternoon, this is BBC News. New official figures show that the number of people dying in care homes with COVID-19 is continuing to rise in England and Wales. The number of deaths in hospitals is falling. Overall, deaths recorded in the week ending the 24th of April fell slightly compared to the week before. The government's chief scientific advisor, Sir Patrick Vallance, has told MPs it would have been better to have ramped up testing quicker, though he added testing on its own was not a solution to controlling the virus. The government switched on March the 12th from a policy of community testing and tracing of contacts to focusing on testing only of hospital patients. In early April, plans to expand testing capacity in the UK to 100,000 tests a day were adopted. Campaigners have raised concerns about the threat to privacy from the government's NHS app, which will trace the spread of COVID-19. A trial of it starts today in the Isle of Wight. Matthew Ryder QC, who's a barrister at Matrix Chambers, says the way in which information was collected and stored was at the heart of the privacy issue. If Germany, the US, Italy can all do the job that we want to do, and this is such an important job for all of us, protecting people's lives. If they can all do that job with a decentralized system that Apple and Google have facilitated, which is the least interference with privacy, we need to understand why the UK thinks it can't do the job. The Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, said the app was designed with privacy as a top consideration. The government, which has been under pressure to be more open about its scientific advice, has published a document that reveals the debates being held by its coronavirus experts. About a third of the paper is redacted. The sections which are readable show that scientific advisers are concerned that lifting restrictions too quickly could lead to a spike in cases and a loss of trust in official advice. And talks aimed at striking a post-Brexit free trade deal 
between the UK and the US are getting underway. The first round is expected to last about two weeks, with around 100 negotiators on each side taking part. And that's the latest BBC News. From Sky News at 4.08pm today. From the Sky News Centre at 2, with Boris Johnson expected to make a big speech about lockdown on Sunday, Scotland's First Minister has been outlining some of the ways the restrictions could be lifted. Nicola Sturgeon says we could soon be able to meet small defined groups of other people, but measures are likely to be extended for another three weeks on Thursday. Let me stress, that doesn't necessarily mean we can't make any changes before then if the evidence suggests it's safe to do so. For example, I'm particularly keen as soon as possible for the sake of mental health and well-being to enable people to be outdoors more. Some breaking news, Virgin Atlantic has announced plans to cut its workforce by up to a third. A total of 3,150 jobs are at risk as the airline tries to secure new funding to survive the effects of the pandemic. New data appears to show the number of people dying with COVID-19 in England and Wales was slowing as much as a fortnight ago. Figures for the week to April the 24th show coronavirus-related deaths in care homes are still rising, though. The government's top scientist has admitted wearing masks could help slow the spread of the infection. Official guidance hasn't changed, but Sir Patrick Valance has told MPs it could be beneficial when it's not possible to social distance. English Football League chairman Rick Parry has warned his clubs will face a £200 million financial hole by September. All professional football in the country has been suspended due to the coronavirus outbreak. Parry's told a government committee this morning that there's a real risk of clubs going out of business. We are heading for a financial hole of about £200 million by the end of September. A cash hole which we will need to fill and clubs are stacking up creditors as well. And demand for new cars has all but disappeared to a low not seen since the 1940s. Figures show sales for April were down 97% with just over 4,000 sold. That's the latest. I'm Annie Green. From CNBC Tech Check at 9.19pm yesterday. I'm Josh Lipton with your CNBC Tech Check. Salesforce has unveiled a suite of new tools to help businesses navigate safely reopening their offices. The tools will fall under a new software platform called Work.com. Companies will be able to track employee health through surveys while scheduling workers in shifts to maintain social distancing. Salesforce plans are charged for their various offerings with prices ranging from $5 to $50 per user per month. Meanwhile, Uber will soon require drivers and riders to wear a mask or face covering. The policy is expected to be officially rolled out in the coming weeks. As part of the new plan, Uber is developing detection technology so that it can confirm drivers have masks on before they start accepting trips. The company is also exploring ways to confirm riders are complying with the new mandate. And a senior engineer at Amazon has resigned. Tim Bray, a vice president in Amazon's cloud computing division, said he quit over the company's decision to fire two developers who had criticized Amazon's climate stance and treatment of warehouse workers. Bray's decision will likely cost him more than $1 million in loss of salary and unvested company stock. That's the news from the West Coast. We'll see you back here tomorrow.
From Bloomberg First Word, at 12.47 p.m. today. We begin with a torrent of abuse against U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, unleashed by Chinese state-run media. They call him evil and a liar. Secretary Pompeo saying there is enormous evidence the coronavirus outbreak came from a high-security lab in the city of Wuhan, China. The Chinese reports stayed away, though, from direct attacks on President Donald Trump. And on Friday, the first U.S. state to shut down its economy over the coronavirus will begin a modest reopening. California will allow stores to sell items, including books, clothes, and flowers, but they must be picked up curbside. Individual counties will be allowed to relax even further stay-at-home policies. And Hong Kong will soon ease social distancing measures. The city has largely contained the spread of the coronavirus. Hong Kong agreed to double the limit of public gatherings to eight people. And at the end of the month, schools will resume some classes. And we end with what's going to take a long time for trade to get back where it was before the coronavirus outbreak. This is all according to the Bloomberg Trade Tracker. Factory managers offering an early look at how bleak things could get. All four sentiment readings on the Bloomberg Index are more than three standard deviations, this below the norm. And of the four, the business expectations gauge in Germany is the most abysmal. Global News. 24 hours a day on air and at Quick Take by Bloomberg, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Vivian Artado. This is Bloomberg. Okay, so there's our quick update from around the world as can. Okay, now for the part that we all anxiously wait for. Africa, I gotcha. So again, another breaking scientific discovery that will alter malaria treatment and consequentially deaths on this continent. Why is this so important? Well, according to the latest World Malaria Report released in December 2019, there were 228 million cases of malaria in 2018. The estimated numbers of malaria deaths stood at 4 105,000 in 2018 also. So, as always, I'll let you read for yourselves. The link is part of this bulletin post at the end if you scroll down. But in a nutshell, the study was conducted on mosquitoes in their natural environment, mainly on the shores of Lake Victoria here in Kenya. And the researchers established that mosquitoes carry a microspore, a microspore radiar that do not harbor malaria parasites either in nature or after experimentational infection in the laboratory. To read the article and find out more, but I think it's very important that we must give a shout out, a very big shout out to Lillian Mbasi, who's a Kenyan scholar who was involved in the study as part of her master's research at ISIPE, and she's registered at the University of Nairobi. So again, another homegrown initiative from the continent looking after our issues. Well, let's keep the COVID-19 numbers down. Remember, as always, you, know, you now know the drill. Stay safe, stay home, stay alive. Wear your mask if you must go out. Please, no visitors in your home. Wash properly, lather your hands with soap, and wash off with running water. Okay, so till tomorrow, it's bye for now. And remember, this broadcast is brought to you in partnership with, with Orata Consulting Group a brain trust supporting government, public, and private sector in the adoption of emerging technologies across Africa. This is MO signing out.